0: You want to go see Jackman again?
1: Hello and welcome. I'm Steve,
0: and I'm Al, and I'm
1: Brett, and this is Fools with Tools, a podcast for the
0: agrophobic alchemist.
1: Agrophobic alchemist, thank you, Al, because I hadn't forgotten that. Uh did you
0: blow on everybody's speakers out in the first 10 seconds oh, of the podcast? I, too. I always get told off for that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the amount of comments I got about your uh, get in the back of the van fucking But no one after. will get
2: the reference.
1: I know. <laughs> That's the thing. But you did manage to scare the shit out of everyone. <laughs> but uh, So other than scaring the shit out of people, how have you guys been? Al, what have you been up to?
2: I have... Just about wrapped up. Uh, my first build in fucking months. Um, just going to make final tweaks after this, after we record this. And then it's an edit. And then hopefully the video should be out this week.
1: Yay! Woo!
2: Uh, super awesome. It's far and away the biggest project I've done so far. Even I more so than the, um, than the hat shack itself. <laughs> uh, there's so much has got into it. It's ridiculous. Even like down to props and shit. So it's, um, it's an epic one. Awesome. It sounds very really exciting. It very should, should kick off the, the, the soccer second wave of uh, full five videos as well.
1: Nice. <laughs> um, actually, speaking of big projects, I'm going to jump in because I think Brett's, yours is probably going to segue nicely into the, um, the topic anyway. Uh, I have, this week, I've finally fucking finished the knife board.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so that's done.
2: Uh, just just quickly, quickly recap what the knife board is, to for people
0: that... I uh, the
1: knife board is a project that's been going on for in the background for ages has been taking up a shitload of room in my shop um one of
0: your very limited free
1: time uh yeah exactly and it's what I funny enough I was actually going to suggest um, earlier on it wasn't until Al said about how big a project um his was that I remembered I was going to suggest that this week we talked about massive projects and
0: how they've got good points and bad points but I'm okay with it okay okay Okay, cool, we'll do that one. Um well Steve, now that your segue is really well into that, why don't I shift halfway yeah, through yeah. your story? No, I'm just <laughs> kidding.
2: And I'll and I'll interrupt
1: you. Yeah. And then yeah, you give and me, and me then the we'll $20. The whole time. And, then,
0: and then we'll get Phil and Jim to come in and
1: then they can interrupt everyone else. And, and then I'll give Tim the pubes. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, well, so anyway. <laughs> this uh this knife board, uh, basically it's a six foot round disc of wood. Uh, with some handles and a stand on it. The idea is... That... standals. <laughs> Fuck sakes. Uh, the idea I you. Is... <laughs> <laughs> But you guys are such dicks. Um... You
2: can't say handles and stand in the same sentence and not expect us to put it in.
0: Come on. <laughs> this is very true. Right, finish your dumb story. Let's go. Uh, yeah, anyway, basically, um, <laughs> a couple of my mates
1: uh, are... They they have a danger show for a living. So they do like sword swallowing, knife throwing, strongman stuff, burlesque and all sorts of bits like that. Um, and basically Rachel is going to stand on the board. Um, the board is then going to be spun round at high speed and Charlie's going to throw knives and axes at her. Um, well not at her at the board. Um, so yeah, it was, it was, I've massively over-engineered it purely because I don't want it to fall apart and Rachel to die. Um, so, uh, so yeah, it's, it's been a, absolute fucking mayor of a project but it's it's finally done I sent Charlie a video of it all finished up and was like yes it's finally I'm done I've just got to take it apart pack it in the car and take it up to Leeds with me and you can collect it at which point he turned around and asked for a few modifications to it which is really really made my day um but that'll be done Friday and then it'll be in the car Saturday and then it'll be in next to the Hack Shack on Sunday hopefully And Brett, what have you been up to? Uh, What have I been up to? What have I been up to? I don't know. What have you been up to?
0: Oh, crap. Sorry. My brain totally (laughs) fluttered out. So, yes, since we recorded last week, I still don't have a functioning situation with my camera camera. Um, I'm still waiting on parts for it. But in the meantime, I'm resurfacing my anvil which I've never done before and I love it because it's so ugly and gross and pitted but then I started grinding the top of it and it's so clean and shiny nice. so, so I'm going to have, you... have a rough around the edges lady yeah Nice. if you're doing uh, an anvil restoration you should check out um,
1: I'm
0: Jim's- not filming it no, no, I was
1: going to say you should check out Jim's video because he did a a restoration the other day. Oh,
0: no, 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 I watched that, and then he had it over the fire. It was, like, one yeah. of the coolest visuals I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, we're moving stuff over into the blacksmithing area. Last night was just a silly, silly little evening of Jimmy and I manhandling <laughs> a 4,000-pound power hammer. That story with, was so good. With pry bars, and we got it 40 feet out into the middle of the shop and then he goes okay I'm gonna try and pull it with my truck and then just like I don't know it was absolutely ridiculous two just people have, the ropes me. like, like going <laughs> well, that, very very <laughs> that very first story that I put up where you see the rope I go oh because I can hear it and then it just goes thunk. like one <laughs> of the little strands popped off and I was like oh no. Um, and I had a bunch of people message me going, "I wouldn't stand that close." I'm like, the phone zooms in, dude. I'm like, forever <laughs> away. Um, so as as big projects go, I have you know a few kind of in the pipeline, but until I get my camera fixed, and then you know the the biggest project right now is just getting everything set up for the class, and then you guys yeah. come in town. That's why we run
2: on the uh, the. Topic of lenses. Um Nate from a young man's workshop just recently yeah. released a video where he uh took apart his Canon lens and repaired it because the, the the rails for the zoom had broken oh, it and they'd shattered off inside. And it looked pretty straightforward how he um took it. But obviously I don't know what's yeah. wrong with yours, but I don't know if it's electronics has gone as well. But uh. um just simple repairs to the plastic he did and it, it works fine now. So
0: maybe check gonna- that video up. I yeah, I found uh I'll check that one out. I did happen to find a guy take disassembling the here, disassembling. I'll use this, I'll use this as a very quick moment to say uh I looked into getting this lens repaired. It was insanely expensive. So uh I looked at YouTube like we all do for how to build or how to make or how to take apart. Um, and of course I found a guy that's taking apart the exact lens that I have shows every single part, discusses what it does, breaks it down to absolute nuts and bolts and plastic and then puts it back together. And that is not like that is free (laughs) information that guy put out there. And when Canon wants to charge me $900 for a lens fix, Yeah. yeah. And I found the parts for not even freaking close to that. I'm going to try it myself it's because the lens is already busted. And yeah, I, I love that about YouTube and kind of what we're doing. It's like, yeah, I may not need to learn how to make a knife throwing board or <laughs> Tira, but there is going to be that one person out there. That's just like, why doesn't somebody have a solenoid video on a giant yeah. t-shirt cannon? <laughs> How's going to be like, welcome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, uh, but it's it's funny. You say that Cause I, like, um, uh phil pinsky put out a video the other day didn't he um where he it was just a video of him repairing his watch um oh no sorry changing the battery in his watch mm. and it was something so simple but it was like if it wasn't for youtube i never would have known how to do that
0: yeah um, I think you talked about that last week didn't you uh, uh quite obviously. i believe you did fine i just won't fucking talk anymore yeah we're not going to talk about it so big for, uh, <laughs> What were we talking about again? It's like big projects and how much more work goes into them, or
1: yeah. So it basically, because uh, I was just I, I was thinking about it on the way to work and the fact that I finished this project and it was great. And half of me is really, really glad that I took it on and did it um, because I obviously learned a lot from it. And going forwards with um, doing making full time and things like I'm I'm going to need to take on bigger projects. But part of me also massively regrets it because i've spent the whole summer kind of um not working at full capacity because i've i've like i've had to spend a day moving bits from one side of the workshop to the other and back again or taking bits over to the other workshop so i can work on it over there and and all sorts of things like this because this was such a big project and it was um was the fact that I never managed to get any momentum on it and I never had the enthusiasm for it because it was such a big daunting task even breaking it down into smaller pieces Um, although that helped it was still um, incredibly difficult to kind of get traction because you know I've only got a few hours every few days where I can actually get in the workshop and do something and it was generally a case of getting in there setting everything up and going right I've now got 10 minutes to do something productive and then I've got to break it all down again and put it all away. Um, so yeah, I was just kind of thinking with Al having worked on a big project as well, it'd just be interesting to kind of get your guys' opinions on bigger projects. Cause obviously you've done a fair few big projects with like the ship shop and stuff like that.
0: So um, yeah. yeah. So maybe a little bit more like how we all have a tendency to want to do the big projects cause they're fun and substantial. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the, I think the biggest issues for those bigger projects, um, as much as they're they're an amazing achievement, right? When you hit the end of them, like Al, Tierra looks amazing. It really, really does. And the little teaser picture you showed me blew my brain. Um, but I can't imagine the amount of stuff that went into that. You know, objects, um, the actual build processes, and then I know how you're. Filming process goes and the amount of production you put into it, so I, I cannot believe how much stuff is going to be involved in this build, and that makes me really, really happy. But again, it's one of those things that I'm sure when you signed up, you didn't realize how many things you were going to have to learn along the way. <laughs> and now, you know, if you achieved the final goal and it and it executes the way that you want it to, because you're going to shoot somebody's head off with a freaking T-shirt. <laughs> um, that's really awesome but you basically set yourself up to do a build for this fun thing that you know us little crew of of serenity mates are dealing with but did you know it was going to take you 2 months, 3 months, 4 months to work on? I mean to be honest
2: that the the actual scope of the project is not the the, the reason it's taking so long. Is it's that possible. a gun pun? Wait. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> um it, that's not the reason that it's taken long. It's taken long because I've, I'm have i the same as Steve. I've had like an hour here, an hour there. And um, mm. once I get going, like the bulk of the work I did uh, this weekend is the first like weekend I've had in like three months. Yeah. Basically. Um and I just absolutely smashed it out. Just like, didn't eat, didn't stop. <laughs> uh, just, just, just went, went, went balls out. Um, so the, in terms of scope, gun pun, um, <laughs> it, it Big isn't isn't necessarily that it took a long time. Um, what was big in in terms of this project is a it's literally big. <laughs> it's it's fucking massive. It's uh, when I first did the um, the sketch when I released a little sort of tease of the, the the illustrator file when I was mapping it out, it was like seven feet tall. But that was before I'd actually built it and I had, had to work out all the um, sort of compression ratios in the chamber and the file mm-hmm. dimensions and stuff and. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's way bigger, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so wow. so that like I can't even like stand it up in the shack or like ne- like negotiate it around and stuff. But um, oh, my God. I've be- I've built in like a folding barrel, so it it is manoeuvrable. Um, oh, of course it- you did, and it all oh. cl- it all collapses down. So I'm hopefully, gonna like put it in a case and shit. Oh, that's um, so cool. So the the fact that it's big literally is 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 funny, but it wouldn't have made wouldn't have taken longer just to make it bigger, right? Um, yeah. But it, it's just all the things that went into it. So all the different things I had to stop and do. It wasn't just like make something out of wood, batch it out, or make something out of metal, batch it out. It was like right now I'm going to put all these tools away and get out the metal working tools. Yeah. Now I'm going to stop and then get out all the plastic tools. Then I'm going to make all the woodworking tools. Now I'm doing the weathering and the painting, so I need to like clean all the whole shop and get all the dust out and then start getting spray paints out and it's like oh fuck now it's electronics. i've got you know (laughs) de-static everything so i don't ruin circuitry and stuff like that so it was more i didn't think i was just like oh i'll just make a big gun and then it was like oh no it's got to be like a functional thing with like built in everything's everything's on board so like the air compressors on board um all the powertrain and the solenoids and stuff, it's all built into it. Cause I didn't want to have to have um, like external mm-hmm. gas canisters, mm-hmm. especially if we're taking it into like, um, make a central, you know, I can't, yeah. I can't be having like huge big CO2 canisters for safety and for yeah. things like that. So, that so, so it's all just literally on board. Um, and I just didn't think that far ahead. I, I, <laughs> it's classic. That's I'm just, so unlike... I just, I just go into it and I'm like, right, and then I'll solve the next problem, then I'll solve the next yeah. problem. I find it much more productive and much more economic for, in terms of my brain power and my time to do that. Yeah. If I had, like, allocated time set aside... Allocated. I'd probably plan it out. But because I I can only pinch, like, certain pockets of time at different yeah. times, I can't plan like that. It's literally look like, right, I've got, you know... This morning, literally, I was like up, up at like four o'clock because that's when the sun comes up. And then I was like, right, what can I get done in the next two hours before I've got to go to work? Yeah. And it's like, right, well, and it'll take this long for a coat of clear coat to dry. Uh, while it's doing that, I can then like cut out this baking tray into an ammo rack. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just got to wing it like that. It's all that. Yeah. Hot. It's all just like on the fly. Um, yeah. but, so big for me is just in terms of of, of thinking. More than the actual project itself is big, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I think because I kind of I get what you mean with that. Because with the with the knife board, it was it was a complete head fuck because I had to think about not not just what would what I could bodge to de- together and, and do. It was it was the fact that it I had to think about the the actual physics of it, and you know, is this going to be safe? Is this <laughs> going to be secure? Um, thinking about uh, all of that sort of stuff, and then uh it was like the first time I'd had to to go and buy bearings and things like that luckily I had Jim on hand to be able to um pester him about that sort of stuff um but like I say because it had to be so strong and so secure and it would be a thing like you say you you try and work on one problem at a time but you had to think a few steps ahead because you had to think of the overall design as well to make sure what you were doing wasn't going to interfere with it like one one thing that I did at one point um Uh, The the shaft on it um, was made out of a bit of um, hollow section, like round hollow section. Um, And it was a fucking big chunky bit, but it was a few mil too thick to go into the the bearings themselves. So I had to basically shave them down um, using a sander, which was an absolute ball ache. (laughs) Um, But uh, (laughs) I did that and I spent hours getting it, so it actually fit because it was a case of like sand it a little bit go back and because t- obviously i don't want to sand it too much because it needs to be a tight fit but yeah, not yeah. so um constantly going back and forth with this sander trying to get it all sorted and uh and did that and then left it for a few days or a week or two because i was doing other things came back and was like right now i need to make sure that i can attach the the inner shaft that's attached to the actual bit of wood to the shaft that's attached to the bearings so, okay i'll weld some um some nuts onto it so i can screw in through the nuts and that will clamp onto the, the pipe right. that's on the inside um so of course i do that and then went oh fuck! how do i get this through the bearing now because <laughs> it, completely it off. so it it
2: that, that order of like processes, like uh, this, yeah. has been a massive learning curve for me on this. Like everything, like I've got to do it in order, and yeah. then I can't get to fix things because the thing's already inside. Hence why I've just literally drilled a hole in my finger about an hour ago. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that having to work out the pro- especially when it's something you've never done before, having to work out that that order of processes on a big project, like for, like about chunking things down, you know, making making a massive project into lots of tiny little projects. You know, is a way that you can kind of get your head around it. Otherwise it's just too daunting. But I don't know if it's similar kind of approach to you, but um it sounds like me and Steve are kind of in the same
0: arena. Well, arena yeah, yeah. Arena. <laughs> Two men enter one man leave. Um I you know, my my time allotment is a little bit different from you guys because I am in the shop mm. all day long. Um obviously it's it's tough long. for me to be able to find uh, you know, I don't have a solid day to myself, usually until the weekends, maybe. And if, that's if I'm kind of lucky. But yeah. I, the thing that gets to me when I when I try and think of how you guys approach these gigantic projects would always um, kind of boggles, bakes my noodle is how you can jump on to like go mode. In, I have I have 15 minutes to work on something before I have to go somewhere else, and being able to shift gears like that so quickly, and then jump back into whatever else you have to do. At having least to, um, having
2: to put on an outfit doesn't help. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: no joke, <laughs> right? I, t- I mean, when I was doing River Zaks, um Jim was running around back and forth, and there were a few times where I was like, hurriedly throwing off my shirt because I, I don't want somebody walking into the shop and be like, "What the hell are you doing with your life?" That's, I already did, <laughs> but you know, I I'm in shop mode, you know, yeah. nowadays. So at least when I know if if Jim says, "Hey, I got to leave for an hour or something like that." it doesn't take much for me to just walk 20 feet over to the ship shop and just start working on whatever I have. And then I can quickly pull away from that. But these bigger builds, especially when we have the production stuff involved and like you're dressing up and you're doing goofy shit on camera. um, I really, it's it's just the way that I work, but I I've got to be like in that zone and it is very difficult for me to do that in five minute stints. And so what I have a tendency to do, especially when I'm filming it for YouTubes, um, I will try to balance the production where I can shoot the intro and outro at the same time and then cover the chunk in the middle, like the actual build part, Yeah. aside from that, so that I can basically just focus on getting the build part done. It doesn't really matter if I'm interacting with the camera or shooting little quippy statements out and stuff. And then once I'm done with that, I can just focus on what I have to do for you know, showing off the thing at the end and doing an intro and talking to Scully and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. You guys seem to, not that Steve, you're turning this into some goofy overproduced thing for YouTube, but the knife board, we know how busy you've been uh, over the last couple of months. And the fact that you've had to jump in for 10, 15 minutes at a time to get it done blows my mind. Like, yeah. I don't know that I'd have the same I don't know that I'd have the same gall to to continue something like that. It would be really difficult for me to sign up for something like that, knowing that my schedule is a little bit busy. So like, what do you, if you had to give advice, because I'm in a slightly different situation than you guys are from your perspectives, what do you think advice wise you could give somebody that wants to take on bigger projects, but also still has, you know, full-time gig or other responsibilities that take up a hell of a lot more of their life than I do. Yeah, um, it's
2: a really good point because it can be intimidating, you know, like you can you can want to do something big, but think, oh, I'm never gonna have time. You know, yeah. I've got the kids at the weekend or I'm away or I'm at work, or whatever Um, and we've all got the same thing, you know, nobody has this this magical um fucking vault of time that they can just sprinkle <laughs> over whatever they want. Um so we're all in the same boat, and I think like one way for me to get around it is like I um I obs- I I I can like switch on and off the obsession. So like I can be totally think so if I'm driving home from work I can be totally building it in my head. Yeah. You know like in in like the Lego movie where it's like it just has that like an epiphany and it, and it just starts making it and bits just start flying around all spice- over the place. Especially <laughs> um you know so so just just being able to like manage manage the thought process like if if nothing's intimidating it's it's the whole like um eat the eat the elephant thing, you know. You don't know, do yeah. it all in one go. Um, and I'm under no illusion that I am. I, like, I can do a hell of a lot in one go. And I have like a super productive, like, chunk of time. Yeah. But I'm not going to think, I need to get this done before the end of this chunk of time. Because then that just adds stress. And you start to panic and you don't, you're not, in, A, you're not enjoying it. B, you're not like, it, it's just like, you're back at fucking work. Yeah. Like, we need it. We need it back. There's deadline. <laughs> like, yeah, there might be a deadline. But like, we've got, you know, Get as much done as you can. Um, chunk it up. You know, if it comes out a week later, who gives a fuck? Yeah. You no, know, nobody's going to suddenly like. Oh, I, I don't like this person anymore because th- their their video was a week later than they said it was going to be. <laughs> or their, pro- you know, unless it's like a paid thing. But if if someone's paying you to do it, you should be allocating the correct time anyway. Yeah. Um. But yeah, for for like these fun projects that we're doing for ourselves and our friends, just don't let it get on top of you. Um. Do what you can in the time given to you we go back to Gandalf again. Um, <laughs> yeah. And and, <laughs> <give me> <laughs> and, and just, just try and break it down. Like I'm I'm getting I'm getting a lot better at, at sort of um processes. Brett, your obsession with clean shop happy shop. <laughs> um it's really hit home to me on this where like I I'll I'll just I used to be what the camera can't see, I do not give a fuck. <laughs> and, and there'd just be a, f- the floor would just be swimming with shit, and I'll just have to like, wait, we- like literally step over stuff and like wade around stuff. Um, as long as it wasn't in camera, like I just throw tools on the floor and scrap on the floor and stuff like that. Uh, and that was ironically because I didn't have time, like I didn't have time to stop and tidy up. Whereas yeah. now I've gone like right after the end of this hour, doesn't matter what stage I am, whether shit's drying or you know something's hot. Um, or I'm halfway through sanding something. I'm just going to stop, clean up. It'll take me ten minutes, and I'll crack on. Yeah. And that kind of that modular thing, getting a bit more regimented, a bit more, bit more kind of um, like army about it. Uh, it really really helps because then you, then you can have fun and not worry about shit. Yeah, it's it's, it's getting that balance.
1: I mean, I think because I'm I'm coming at it from a slightly different um uh, view from you because the the knife board was uh, kind of a commission piece. Um The the timing on it originally was just kind of like, oh yeah, just do it when you can. Um, but then things started to come into a head and it was a case of actually, we need it by X date. And then with New York and everything else coming up as well, it was a case of, oh shit, I really don't have much time to do this. Um, so it, it was a case of any free time that I had, <laughs> I had to just go, right, I need to go do that. and And I think, the, the point you said about being quite regimented and, and saying to yourself, no, I've got a free hour. I'm just going to go down and do it is it still rings true with that because yeah. it was, it was things like um, if, for example, uh, I had to work from home one day um, and I was doing a six till six shift, then that means that I've got a few hours after six o'clock where I actually I can go down the workshop and I can do something. Yeah. Um,
2: literally, literally just did it now. Like asked you at seven, what time of recording you yeah. lied Eight um, <laughs> and so literally, I was like, right. I've got an hour in yeah. the shack. Get what I can done. Yeah. Um, fuck, fuck, fuck food, and then we'll come down and do this.
1: Yeah, and I mean, like, like I say, I think because because uh, as well as doing the um, the knife board, I've obviously been working on some other projects and things as well. And it's kind of trying to find that balance of like, I know that, say, the axe, for example, so I really needed to to get that axe done. So it was a case of right. I know I'm waiting on parts for the um, board um, today. So today I I can go work on the axe and, and kind of separating out and just being really strict with yourself and saying, if if there's something that, that has to be done versus something that you want to do, then it's kind of, it's allowing yourself to do that thing that you want to do. And don't, don't get stressed about the thing that you have to do. If, if you are stuck on it for whatever reason, if you, you know, if you're waiting for paint to dry or whatever, and, and taking those opportunities to work on the things that you you want to do, the fun things, the, the the interesting stuff, and and the big things that that you have to do, you when you can work on them, you work on them. You don't just sit at home and go, oh, "Well, I've got I've got a couple hours free, but I I, I want to watch the new fucking X Factor or whatever's on TV." <laughs> and I was trying
0: so hard to think of a relevant TV program. That's all uh, I know. he Literally. Anything better than that, please.
1: <laughs> the, only, the only reason I know it is because we fucking sponsor it at work. Um, Gross. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, it it's a case of, of being really strict with yourself and saying, yes, it's going to suck. Like for me, the last, particularly the last five weeks, have just been a fucking nightmare. But I know at the end of it, A, I'm going to have a really cool thing that's finished. <laughs> and, you know, I've, as well as getting to do this really cool thing, I've, I've been able to do a load of really cool things at the same time, like go to the good life and work at the festival and, and make a load of other things and see people and all that. And yeah. and I think that's the thing is you kind of have to be, you have to be honest with yourself. You have to say, can I do everything at once? Is this going to completely kill me? And in fact, like there was a couple of days where I, um, I went to go down the workshop. I got down there and sat there and went, if I start working on this today, I'm going to fuck something up and that's <laughs> going to cost me more time trying to then correct that mistake than if I just go, you know what, I'm just going to tidy the shop today. And and kind of, yeah, I think just being honest with yourself is is, is the key about whether or not you, A, you can um, manage the workload and, and also if you're just being a lazy shit and sitting at home and watching TV, when you should be, down the shop working no but I,
2: th- I think you're an advocate for this steve is is that you, you you are mature enough as well to know when you do need a day where you just sit and do nothing yeah like i i haven't learned that yet <laughs> <laughs> um but it's the same as like you know i i will just go for days without eating because like yeah. i haven't got time um but i i need i need a bit of self-control in that respect where you know, you do need some, some downtime. You do yeah. need to be able to switch off. You do need to be just like, you know, I'm going to stay in bed till nine o'clock today <laughs> and, and actually relax. Um, and yeah. so that, that also helps, you know, you, you, you've been more productive. You'll get more shit done. Yeah. Uh, you'll be able to take on bigger things because you're not exhausted. You're not you know hungry. The yeah. shop isn't a mess. Yeah. Um, I think, I think one of the really cool things as well is that, yes, these might be big daunting projects, but you, Brett, especially, um, is what you're getting out of it as well. You're learning stuff. Steve, you've never made a rotating knife board before, <laughs> you know? So it's not like you're just doing one big thing, like, oh, I'm just making the same thing over and over again, or I'm doing yeah. one big project for a client, and it's just the same old boring project. Like, you, you have gotten so much out of that build. Brett, when you're forging brass, it might be a pain in the ass, but the first time you did it, you're, like, learning the shit out of it, mm-hmm. you know, restoring your first anvil. Um, all these projects that, like, take time and, and might be frustrating – they're all beneficial. They're all going to help us learn. They're going to make the next thing easier to 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 do. So you know, me building this project is huge, but there's so many disciplines in it that the next time I attack something, and I know I now know about pneumatics and plumbing, which I didn't yeah. know before.
1: That's a so, fucking cool thing to know. About.
2: So I'm not going to waste time uh, with different like thread uh, angles and 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 all the stuff that I had to learn on this this project because the next one, I've I've already done it all. So that it. Yeah. it it was big because
0: i was learning as well yeah i and think I, I think it's going to be a hell of a wait sorry Steve. No, they're they're go. okay i think I, there's been a lot of good things that have come out of this conversation but a couple of the top ones are in my mind what what al was saying about the uh, the back and forth between like well, i have to do this because it's done by this day and i got to get it up online or whatever We've talked about it before. The arbitrary deadlines that we set on ourselves are just that. They are completely arbitrary. It's the same crap you deal with at work. It's just that you have a paycheck and people that actually, you know, you're on the books. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't try and screw it up. If somebody says a deadline, you got to hit it. Though nine he times they're completely arbitrary and it's like we need that paperwork by tomorrow and it's then you watch Friday them,
2: evening nobody's gonna
0: get it you yeah, watch exactly. them throw it in the garbage yeah, like yeah, immediately yeah. and they're like oh yeah we didn't need that until uh, six months from now so the analytics will change and you're like thank you I didn't sleep last night I'm, I'm gonna die um and and like Steve I, I think the the balance that you're kind of carrying between the full time job, your personal forge, and then the forge with Alex and um the stuff that you do at the what's it called? Life is beautiful? What oh, the good life. The good life. The good life festival. You know, you know, like, oh, it's been so draining and then I had to sleep in the van because I didn't bring, you know, the like a mattress and all that crap. <laughs> thanks for bringing that up (laughs) well we're gonna constantly get get punched around right and you you have full control over yourself in your forge right that's fantastic al you have full control over yourself in the hack shack and what you do and where your time goes i you know can get my time in the ship shop and everything and out of all the stuff that we've discussed and and like the go do nothing like it's really Mm -hmm. important to do nothing sometimes yeah Steve brought it up in an episode a, a few weeks back, or maybe a little bit longer than that. But sometimes it's just about going and sitting in your space. Yeah. And that's why the clean shop happy thought happy shop is such an important thing for me, is because when there's no cleaning left to do, which is where I get some of my thinking done when I'm sweeping the floors and stuff, mm-hmm. when there's none of that to be done, I I am not allowed to focus on anything else, but like what's the next build? Yeah, yeah. And I can just sit with my thoughts. I don't have to actually do any of it but I think it's important to have a space that you create for yourself. Right. Or, yeah. or like a little bit of a meditative area in your house or in your shop or whatever the hell it is that you can just sit and be in your thoughts and like no one else gets to bug you then mm-hmm. and tell you what's due when, or you kind of have to put your own self-imposed, like everything that I'm putting on myself, I'm putting on myself. Stop it. Like make a list, write it down yeah. say, I don't have to do this. Like Allison, like, or Steve maybe, but what do you want to do and what do you have to do? Yeah, Sometimes dialing that stuff out helps me. But the big projects should get a little more of that, right? It's like work a little bit harder because in the end it'll make it easier. And then you crack out that project and like Al said, it's like now I know how to do pneumatics and and plumbing. The next time somebody brings that up to you, they're like, hey, I need this thing. You're like, what? It's only like a foot long? <laughs> Are you sure? Well, yeah, I can crack that out by tomorrow. But is
2: this a gun for ants? <laughs>
0: but uh, I think you make a really good point though, like with the
1: the, the having your own space and, and and all that, like we have um, talked about that before
0: and like yeah, yeah. pretty simp substance. You're
2: not allowed to say um, any words that we've ever said before.
0: <laughs> for Frick's take. Yes.
1: Um but yeah, because uh, one of the things I know Al said um, that i'm i'm good at um knowing when i need to step back and i need to take a break and obviously we've, we've talked about that before but that that stepping back and taking a break doesn't necessarily mean sitting at home and playing on the xbox no, that no. can that can be um going actually you know what there's no point in me trying to to do any welding today i'm going to i'm going to take a step back it's, just a, it's just a switch I'm of
2: mindset
1: yeah i'm, I'm going to sit down i'm going to write that list i'm going to tidy the shop or if the shop's already tidy i'm going to um, you know, I, I'm going to do a stock take and see what I've got and what I'm I'm going to need for future projects. And you, know, you, you can work on all that sort of stuff or you can even go home and you can just um, do some research into the thing you're doing. Like, you, you know, you can read up on bearings or pneumatics or whatever else. Like it's it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be unproductive in that time. It's just taking a, a step back from, stressing yourself out about going I need to get this next part of the build done sometimes you don't sometimes you need to go actually you know what I I don't need to get that done I need to leave that for
0: a day or two and and come back to it
1: yeah exactly
0: (laughs) it's so important I'm really proud of both of you guys for finishing your big projects though because I know out of I know, I know we are the ones chatting with each other, but there's a lot of people out there. And you know, I luckily got to chat with a few folks over um the New York Maker Fair and like Patty is is trying to work on a lot of stuff for makerspaces and, and doing things with the kiddos over there and you know, people that balance a full time gig and then still try and have the fun aside or or try not to impose too much on themselves as like yeah obligations. It, I, everyone's just. If we can take a step back and not feel like we're under the pressure of performing to the internet or people that don't give a shit about us, then yeah. I think we'll all be a hell of a lot better off. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's like um I know uh, Phil from Phil makes things. Uh, he's just put out his um, his Dutch uh, tool chest video. And that thing took him, like, three months to do. But it was, again... It's same, super it was, cool. fucking awesome, isn't it? Yeah. Um, But, like, that, again, was because he just... He had such little time. And and there was times when he was having to wait for things because, like, he had to go down and see um, Waffles and get some help from him Ooh. in his workshop and do some little bits with him. Wait, and, who's that? Waffle! We'll you know, huh? Waffle! We'll uh, <laughs> well, yeah, and, like, him and, and Ollie from With Bare Hands were... We're helping him with it. And oh, I know
0: who Ollie is. I don't know the other guy. Oh no, we
2: only talk about waffles on the Patreon only section. Yeah. Oh right, yeah.
1: But yeah, he uh, like so he had to you know, had to wait until those guys were free to be able to work with with him and and stuff like that. I think that's the thing is like it, if you're going to take on big projects like that, you have to either have a an undefined end date and just kind of except that you're only going to be able to work on it when you can work on it and then have some little fun things like doing Stargate references.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, you have to have those little like fun things that you do uh, in between and and not stress that, oh shit, you know, I should be working on that thing, but I can't do anything. Just having something else there to kind of keep self-occupied um, as well as as having that, that big long project or if you – do have a defined end date because you're doing it for a client or whatever else. You just kind of, I have to get on with it.
0: Get on with it. <laughs> I do have to add one last quick thing, um, which I've, I've learned from years of working for other people and then also working for kind of myself these days. But my, my biggest issue that happened growing up constantly in jobs is the whole like hurry up and wait dynamic. It's such shit. Yeah. It is absolute <laughs> shit. And so if you have control over your own stuff that you're working on or your own business, like try not to hurry up and wait. Like Steve was saying, have fun along the way and taking 10 minutes away to go grab a cup of coffee or like I just saw Andrew do was roping a fake cow because he's always wanted (laughs) to be a cowboy like in the middle of working on stuff and he just took a moment to climb on top of a vice and throw a rope around the fake cow and then he'll go back to work yeah and he's got a fun life but you know (laughs) wasting wasting quote-unquote 10 minutes so that you can kind of like breathe for a moment is always going to be helpful and if you're in control of your own shit, then don't feel bad about something getting pushed back 30 minutes later. You'll make up for the time. Maybe yeah. you'll sleep a little bit less. It doesn't matter in the end.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because that's the thing, is at the end of the day, that, that 10 minutes can recharge your batteries, which means that a job that would have taken you an hour actually only ends up taking you half an hour because you're coming at it with a
0: a fresh mind. Uh, I'd say you'd be coming at it with a spiffy. Phenomenal mind. Phenomenal.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Phenomenal.
0: (laughs) 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 Phenomenal. People that we
1: think that
0: are
1: spiffy.
0: So, uh, Brett, you're going first i'm going first you're going first i'm going to give my spiff shout spout sprout (laughs) to dan mr dan from yandles mr beady man dan um dan put up his first video so i wanted to give him a shout because congrats you posted your first video and that is the first step in joining all of us in hating people <laughs> and getting trolled already on your first video. It's yeah. like you're a success Impressive. immediately. Yeah. Well done, so man. successful. <laughs> it took Steve it took Steve making a a wooden Damascus knife <laughs> to <piss him> <laughs> well, it was like
1: right, se- seventh video wasn't and I, that was when I got my first troll. So on your first go, top
0: work, man. I should say Keith Decent made ladybug pins based on my last troll. So that Keith was good. is also kind of. Stupid <laughs> I yeah, showed up to Maker awesome. Faire and he's like, hey, I made some pins. I was like,
1: wow. <laughs> oh, Have you heard his uh, his latest uh, episode of From the Ground Up?
2: The um, Armstrong Tower one. Yeah. 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 Really
1: fucking good. Fucking brilliant.
0: Uh oh. Double
1: shout. Double yeah. shout. Um, yeah. I absolutely fucking love that podcast. It's great. He just needs to do it more. Uh, no, he
2: doesn't. He's doing the right amount. And they're I, wonderful.
1: They are wonderful. That's um, training them out once a week, like this shit.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. He's just just talking to me, Talking it. about Dang. big projects every other week.
0: <laughs> I got to hear Steve say the same 30 words every podcast. Hello <laughs> right. and welcome. Boys. Okay. So. I hate you too, son. Al, you're up. What's up?
2: Uh, oh, yeah. Um, he needs absolutely no spiffing from me, but um, I wanted to. Give a shout out to Wintergarten. <laughs>
1: uh, yes, good shout.
2: So, talking about big projects, wow! Um, if you did wow, wow, <laughs> wow! If you didn't watch uh, Vissel Tony's latest video where he makes the ball bearing elevator or something like that, yeah. um, which is a uh, a part that's going to be in Wintergarten's next music machine, the music machine X MMX, um. MX. Yeah, so the fir- the first one obviously viral phenomenon, uh but more than it just looking cool, it was a beautiful song. It was composed by him, written by him, engineered by him, designed by him. Um absolutely fantastic. And he has loads of fun making it and he's, you know, making of videos are really intuitive and and really interesting to see sort of behind the the, the magician's curtain, is that a saying? Um, yeah. Or is that something else? A magician's curve. No, no, that's a wizard, under, that, under that's a wizard the, sleeve. Yeah, <laughs> uh, easy. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm super looking forward to to the new machine. Uh, obviously, it's 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 underway, uh, and can't wait to to see it come out. So Wintergarten gets my much respect.
1: Nice, good spiff. Uh, that leaves me. I um, uh, I'm going to go for someone completely different. Uh, it's a just a, a tiny channel with 1.3 million subscribers, uh, but it's real engineering. Um, the reason I'm spiffing it today is because I only really found it this week. Um, they've got some really really cool, interesting uh, videos on there. They explain things in a way that's easily understandable for anyone at any level. Is it a, um, is it a fishing channel? Uh what?
0: Real engineering. <laughs> hey. um, oh my god. Anyway, um
1: yeah, really, really good channel. Uh lots of interesting um things in there. And they it ranges from all sorts of things. Uh like one of the ones that I watched today was about ejection seats and then another was about terraforming uh the Sahara Desert. And in that video there was a quote. Uh, so it's like it's quite factual based, um, and quite a, a serious um, channel. And uh, and then they were talking about the, the type of trees they were going to use, and it was like the great eucalyptus from Australia. And talking about why they were such a good tree to to use, and going into the details of it, and then just uh, showing a picture of a koala and saying, "And they're home to these cute little shits." <laughs> and it was just it was just so out of left field. Like, yeah. It
0: was fucking crazy. kangaroos. <laughs> the
1: end. But uh, but yeah. So real engineering is a um, it's a good channel worth a watch. Uh, that's it. Um, any other business from YouTube? No. Uh,
0: it's... <sighs>
1: okay. Uh, I have a little bit, and that is Seb from Olarith. Uh He has reached hundred thousand. It is 100,000? Yeah. yeah, go Seb. Uh, and he's doing a, he did a video where he actually like did a shop tour and he actually spoke on camera, mm-hmm. everything else, which he's never done before. And he came across really, really well. So nice work there, man. Uh, and he's doing a QA and a for his next video. So if you want to ask him any questions, go watch his uh, his 100K um, subscribers video and leave a comment there um, with your question
0: yes. yes yes uh can you, can you hear me brett <laughs> yes i can hear you al fandango <sighs> uh anything else from you two wait are we still recording are we unfortunately still are uh anything else al <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm all right i'm good
1: great really good see.
0: uh cool so
1: if you want to find any of us, you can find us on all the usual social medias. You can find me at Moonshine Metalworks. You can find Brett at Skull and 13. And of course, you can find Al at Al's Hackshack. Oh, ah! Yes. Uh, you can also find uh, all the shows and all the details on fwtpodcast.com. Uh, we are on Instagram as at fwtpodcast. And of course, we are on Facebook. Uh, we've got a Facebook group there, some really, really good people, some um, interesting chats that happen on there, some are very silly, some are very serious, and... Most all...
0: of them are, are silly. Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, Yeah. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> Bye! Cool. See you later, guys.
1: Bye! Bye! Bye!